G'day, Australia. We're back next week with season two of the podcast. But we have one more bonus episode for you. It's an important mindset that you can choose each and every day, and it will set you up for success. And it's free. So stick around. You're listening to Mind Over Money. <laughs> G'day, Tim. Hey, Lucky. Hey. Long-time fan, first-time caller. <laughs> so, Tim has joined our team at Waymaker. Tim is a mortgage broker and financial advocate, and he's not replacing Archie. Archie's on holidays right now, so g'day, Archie, if you're listening to this. We hope you're having a great time. <laughs> yeah, Yoda will be back. Our financial Yoda. Yeah, yeah, he'll be back. <laughs> so, next week, we're kicking off season two of the podcast. But today, we've got this bonus episode. We wanted to just talk about something um, that's really going to set us up for success this year. Uh, so, Tim, I have a question for you. What is the fastest way to ruin your day? Well, I think in terms of our day and our financial lives, it's comparison. Mm. When we're comparing what other people have, what other people are doing to ourselves, that's one way to feel terrible so easily and we know that life is 10% what happens to us but 90% of how we respond to that and so our mindsets are such a massive key to our worldview and that story that we're telling ourselves every day really dictates how we're going to feel about our finances and feel about ourselves yeah that's so true you know when I think about that I think most people might have been expecting like you know running out of coffee or getting hit by a car or something you know what what's going to ruin our day but <laughs> usually what it is it is our mindset it's um we're going about our day and we encounter a mindset that's not helpful to us um and that is usually what sets us off course so yeah. it's comparison yeah. so let's let's talk about that so comparison it's killing our joy around finances hmm. well what, what would you say drives comparison Lucky, what do you think? What, what, why are we so comparing all the time? I guess it's, it's a human nature thing. Um, perhaps mm. certain environments are also leading to it. Mm. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I think oh, so many things. I think keeping up with the Joneses, you know. <laughs> um, I guess today, I mean, we've always been comparing, but social media has maybe made it easier to compare, like looking at the people's best pictures of the day and then comparing it to my worst moments so <laughs> yeah I, I think i mean obviously comparison is not a new thing um but all these things that kind of exacerbate yeah exacerbate the problem yeah we got a uh, puppy in our household uh relatively new it's about seven months old uh and you know we always post pictures of the puppy he looks super cute and whatnot um, but what we don't post is him chewing things um ripping out the grass <laughs> we just put in uh, throwing up on the tiles <laughs> randomly. Uh, and so, yeah, it is easy to look at a picture of a dog and go, oh, I want a dog like that, you know, or, or whatever, whatever mm. it is we're seeing online. Um, but we are just seeing a highlight reel. So I guess it is a mix of these things. Mm. Um, I think deeper down, it, I think it comes from a perceived, or I say perceived because it's a fear, but it's a perceived fear of missing out or being left behind. So there, there are these kind of primal fears that we have, right, about survival and thrival yeah. as, as we relate to the world around us. And so that's not all bad, but we need to be aware of it. And when it comes to comparison, it is one of those fears that it comes out of. I think it always tends to be negative. When was the last time you said, and I compared myself to this person, and 
I felt great. Uh, it's not usually <laughs> yeah. positive and it's not usually helpful. Mm. And and I think like you said before, we, we live in a very uh, consumption-driven economy right now. And so that really yes. feeds in mm. quite nicely if you're a business wanting to sell something because <laughs> comparison is yeah. just, you know, plug and play that trigger to get us to, to buy more. Yeah, that's so true. Yeah, that's like marketing. They are the best. They're making us compare in the ads oh life could be like that if we if we just drank coke yeah <laughs> we would be jumping on clouds and <laughs> dancing on the beach <laughs> with one sip of coke yeah or, or, or comparing or comparing two different types of cars you know when really the question is oh, do yeah. i even need that car like <laughs> mm, <laughs> well, they got yeah. you focusing on which which car are you gonna buy and it's like well hang on i don't need either of them right now um <laughs> so, so true. for the buying of the thing like it makes us feel good momentarily but really, like mm. having that thing long term, we know deep down it's not going to bring the fulfillment or the joy or even the security that we're looking for. Um, for example, you know, with the car yeah. situation, maybe we're comparing cars and we want to buy a certain car to fit into a certain group of friends or perceived friends or people right. we want to be friends with. But then mm. we buy the car, that new car feeling wears off pretty quickly. Uh, and now mm. that car we bought hasn't really brought us any closer to the people around us. In fact, it might even ostracize us from other people, other relationships. Because uh, mm. now we've got this car, we've got to spend the weekend polishing and cleaning and getting, you know, serviced at a special place. And, you know, the things that we actually pick up through comparison end up actually, can actually choke the relationships that we have. It takes all our time yeah. and our money. And of course, that car is now a liability too. It's sitting in the garage. We've got to pay insurance on it. We've got to service it. Um, and so that thing yes. that we thought was going to get us ahead can actually be pulling us back from the things that really matter. Oh, totally. Yeah. And I think I was trying to think through like, so what's a positive of comparison? <laughs> I, I, I couldn't even think of one. I thought maybe some people use comparison, you know, as like a ex, you know, extrinsic motivation, maybe work harder, like, oh, I want to buy that thing to look like that. But even then, like mm. there's better ways. <laughs> like I think there's better ways to cultivate good motivation in your life and what you're pursuing you know like obviously pursuing career or working hard to have a bigger impact or to help mm. more people um, so i think there's just kind of no merits yeah to compassion in our lives i mean not comparison compassion's good <laughs> so <laughs> i guess the other thing about comparison is it it doesn't really change your situation it doesn't doesn't yes, actually do true. anything to fix whatever perceived problems there are i guess it even makes it worse it's all internal and it's just like oh now i feel and now i feel bad about my situation and i guess it's because you stop really valuing your own life and enjoying the the moment and now you're moving towards this mm. one day out there the grass is greener kind of mentality mm. where, the, where if when i get there or if i have that thing or if i get that you know that new car like we're talking about like then I'm going to, you know, feel fulfilled or have joy in my family. Then I'll make it. Um, so I think uh, definitely it's like that doesn't do anything right now. It just makes the situation so much worse. And we just feel like not empowered to be able to act, mm. which is not helpful. Yeah. So uh, what do you think? How 
how can we love our finances then? So we talked about yeah. comparison, which is kind that, of killing our joy. That was the headline no. of these episodes. We bait, we bait and switched you guys. Uh, how to love your finances <laughs> and life. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to ask you, Tim, how do we love our finances and life? Um, yeah, it's a, it's a great question. I guess how do we, what's the antidote to, mm. you know, comparison is what we've kind of been talking about. And I think it is um, practicing or having the mindset of contentment. Mm. Um, yeah. And what is just what being, is contentment? Great. Yeah. I guess contentment is uh, there's a lot of definitions. Definition for it is a state of satisfaction or peacefulness, happiness. Mm-hmm. And the Greek the Greek term is is like sufficient and satisfied. So contentment is meaning meaning being happy in our current situation. And financial contentment is being happy with what we've got at the moment and not yeah. being like, oh, I need more, I need more, I need more. Um, but it's saying, looking at, okay, this is what I've got at the moment. And that allows us to actually act and be like, okay, maybe I do need a, to change my income. Worrying about it right now is not going to change anything. Mm. But if I'm content, I can make wiser, more comfortable decisions in my finances. Yeah, I think it's like building blocks. It's like, how am I going to build, like say like income you just mentioned, how am I going to build my income if I'm not content on what I have already? Because it'll never be enough. Mm. You're just, you're building a tower of Babel. It's just like, you know, there's no foundations. It's like, I just got to go higher. I got to go higher. And then eventually that thing comes crashing Mm. down. And, you know, you said at the start, the old adage, life is 10% what happens to us, 90% of what we can control and how we respond to it. And what can we control? It's, it's our attitude, that state of contentment that when we choose it, right? Um, People ask, how do I have contentment? Well, you can choose it. That's the amazing thing. Just like that. You know, boom, you can be satisfied <laughs> with who you are yeah. and what you have right now. It's pretty cool. I love that because it gives me, I feel like, okay, I'm in the driver's seat a little bit. Yes. You know, I can, like, I can, there's something I can do today yeah. to change the way um, I'm, my outlook or how, how I feel. Or, and that mm. flows down, like the way I'm going to treat my family. That flows down to everything. It's like, okay, because, you know, I have contentment. <laughs> I'm Okay. Yeah. And another thing is like, I think we often think contentment is very passive. Like I just must be solemn and content and keep my mouth Mm. shut and just, you know, like it's that kind of like, like I'm just going to be very passive about it. But I think that's an assumption. Mm. I think if we're not content with ourselves, you know, we can run all day on the hamster wheel and, and we're not going to get anywhere. And I think we see this Mm. in people, like we see people like running towards things and it's like, they already have it. It's like, sometimes you don't, they don't see it themselves, but we can see it in them. As in like, it takes another person sometimes to see that someone is chasing something that they actually already have. It's, it's in themselves. Like they actually have that thing that they need, but they're still chasing for it because they're not content. And it's kind of sad. You know, if you've seen that in someone else, like a friend or a coworker or someone, you go, Hey, you've already got it. You're like, just enjoy what yeah. you have. Um, but I think we think contentment is just this very passive thing, but it's not. It's really, uh, it's about being secure. It's not about being passive. It's yeah. actually about being secure in who we are, what we have, and, and, and satisfied and enjoying. It's a good thing. It's a good thing, contentment. Mm. It really is. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, it's something we can, we can do and move on. And, and you're right, it's, it's really within us, but it's something we've got to think about. And I think yeah. we, like we said, we said there's so much 
advertisement. There's so much noise mm. and that can distract us and pull our attention away from being content. Like, because if you're content, you're not buying stuff like more than what you need. And that doesn't, yeah, you know, that's, obviously marketing is doesn't help. That's them. not the goal, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I think it's like just you got to kind of recenter yourself. And some practicals are like, we live in an amazing country. Mm called australia you're probably listening from australia are there any people are there any listeners outside of australia uh, a few you know, kiwis a couple of guys from the states nice. listening yeah yeah my well i think yeah crew. yeah america oh cool well i think america and new zealand and even japan we're all in a similar kind of economic range mm. and it's great to just to recenter like we live in an amazing place mm. and if you're on minimum wage here in australia which is about $850 a week, mm. um, that puts you in the top 4.5% 4, 4. of highest income earners in the world, wow. and which, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, it's like 8 and if you, billion people or something in the world now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and top 4.5. And this, sometimes you feel like you're on the edge, but yeah. we're not on the edge. <laughs> so we, yeah. we have options, yeah. um, and there's people working much harder then we have to work mm. for a lot less and so it always like helps me just to be grateful and like recent okay mm. things are not so bad <laughs> yeah you have to put it into good mm. into perspective right uh and so we'll mm. add a link in the show note where you can actually calculate your income for yourself it's just it's an anonymous website you, you put your income in and it'll actually show you where mm. you sit i think most people listening will be in that top two to four percent of the highest income earners in the world it's kind of mind-blowing, yeah. but again, it just brings us back. No. Like we said, contentment is within us. We just get distracted. We get the metrics around us wrong, and sometimes we've got to bring back the bearings to kind of center us and go, we have so much. We have so much to be grateful for. Um, now, yeah, income's a good one to mention because I think like that's the thing. We, we think that there's going to be the lottery or Bitcoin or some big miracle <laughs> that's going to you know fix our problems that thing that's going to save us when actually the income is actually the best wealth building tool that we have. It's predictable. It's proven mm. to work. Um, when we take our income, we invest it, we use it to pay down debt, pay off a home, all those different things. Income is the key. And if we're not content with what we have, for example, like our income, we don't value it. And therefore we miss out on all the benefits. So we go through our life saying, if only I had a higher income, I would be better off. When really the income we had, if we just put it to work, we could have created a much better life uh, by putting our income to work and, and growing and creating more income throughout our life. So oh, I think... Can, wow. So you're saying signing up to the lottery is not, no, not going to work, no. not going to help me? I know they say you're going to be in it to win it, but sometimes <laughs> there aren't any winnings. Uh, no, it's what's in front of us, you know, like that's, that's it. So uh, yeah, yeah, I love that. So, okay, Tim, how do we practice contentment and, you know, get, get out of this overspending and, and debt mindset? Yeah, practicing contentment can, yeah, really help us break free from that. Mm. Like it's such a, a, a cure to overspending and even debt. Um, and it sounds too simple, you know. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, this mind freak, like contentment, being comfortable where we're at is completely free, but it's so valuable. And, you know, it can save you not only just the mental space, but also it could even save you practically hundreds of thousands of dollars. Contentment creates an environment where you can focus on things that are truly important. Mm. And because we stop getting 
I guess, distracted by chasing everything. Yeah. So I think that the, the biggest way we can practice contentment, I think, is just daily be thankful, mm. have gratitude for what we have. Um, and there's so many different practical ways we can do that. Mm, like but, that. you know, gratitude is, is where like every positive attitude starts. Mm. Yeah. Comes out of a place of yeah. gratitude. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. often think of gratitude as one of those things where it's like everything can flow out of it. You know, if we start from a grateful, humble heart, so much can come out of that. And you talk about how contentment can break us free from overspending and debt because um, we're not chasing things. Sometimes, like, we've seen this with people, like, just staying in the home that they're in just a little bit longer and just loving mm. that home and not, you know, jumping up to the next thing straight away you usually find that, you know, a year or two down the track, this awesome opportunity comes along and they're able to upgrade that home and get a really good home. Mm-hmm. But, but it's because they were grateful and they were just content. And then that opportunity always seems to follow. It's, I can't explain it, but it's just something you mm-hmm. see in people that are grateful that the right time and the right chance, it always comes about because I, I just believe it now that gratitude opens the way for so many amazing things to come into our life. And, and so yeah, well, how do you see gratitude? What, like really, what is it? What is it to you? Um, yeah, I, I agree. I guess, yeah, I'm just, it's so you can be patient, you know, <laughs> and when that, op- yeah. wait for those opportunities rather than trying to rush it and, you know, pushing the circle mm. into the square <laughs> or the other way around. Um, but I think, I think it's because, you know, when we are thankful, like, yeah like you said we get more opportunities um things we kind of value things Mm. that have been put in our lives more and i think those Mm. things that we value tend to be healthier and tend to grow yeah and um true yeah it's like like a practical thing is like in your relationships (laughs) your your spouse are you (laughs) when you're valuing that person or when you're not valuing that person it's pretty different (laughs) that relationship (laughs) so gratitude is really Um, about placing value upon things but, but more than that, even, mm. I guess you got to express that value, right? In, in appreciation and encouragement that like you just mentioned mm. relationships there. Yeah. If you don't encourage the people, if, if you are grateful for someone and you never say thank you, <laughs> you never yeah. express that, uh, that ain't going to go well in that relationship. How would they know? How would they know? Mm. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing when people like you encourage someone and they just light up. I think it's something that's so needed mm. today. And people just aren't taking the time to be grateful and express that to others. Um, but it can really change someone. It can really unlock something in potential in someone that you may, you don't know what the effects are, but it's, it's pretty powerful. Yeah, that's, that's such a great practical. Yeah. It's like, yeah, just say thank you to someone or like a genuine, wow, I saw this thing. I'm so grateful for you or grateful for that. I think that is such a great great way to start being content in what we have yeah um, for sure i remember my first car was well nissan bluebird i used to put my hand on it i used to tap it give it a good bashing and go i love this car and i used to just say it to myself all the time <laughs> and uh when i had problems with the car i just sort of tap it and go i love this car it's great besides all the problems <laughs> and it really did it did turn out to be a good car um yeah until i hand off to a friend and then he crashed it but uh um, it was a really good car, <laughs> but sometimes you got to do that. You actually have, to, even if it's a, I say that cause it's sometimes it's a thing and it sounds a bit silly to say it, yes. but like, you know, 
You know, I love my house. I love this car. You just mm. being grateful for the things that you have. Um, and yeah. same with the people around us. Of course, that's the most important is being, being grateful for the relationships um, that we have, um, the people in our world, the people we get to serve every day, our clients, our customers, mm. uh, our colleagues. Yeah. That's so good. I think maybe for some of us, like it's easier to value people, but I love what you said, just our things. Like it's amazing to have, mm. like maybe we'll, we'll take care of it more. It'll last longer because yeah. we're so grateful. I'm going to do that to my car. I think <laughs> taking that on board. <laughs> okay. So let's wrap up. Um, yeah. Sounds good. Uh, so how do you love your finances today and your life? I think it starts with contentment. We got we to gotta mm. just draw that line in the sand and say, hey, I'm going to approach my life with a posture of contentment. Um, and I, I dare you, listener, to do that and see what happens. Mm. Yeah, it's good. I think the second thing is you know, gratitude. Um, it's one way that we can practically do this every day. Mm. And as we're grateful for what we have, uh, we will find ourselves you know, continuing to grow and enrich others as well. And, yeah. Um, yeah. And life gets better and better. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, and even when things don't go our way, we're still, we're all right. We're all right. So this mindset, I, I really believe, will serve you so well yeah. in your financial life as well as in our whole lives. Yeah, yeah, that's so good. And so, yeah, we just wanted to kick off season two with that thought is let's just sit on that for the next week. Contentment, gratitude. Um, and to help you listeners put this into action, we actually have a uh, link in the show note where you can download a gratitude assessment this is a one-page template. You can do it digitally or you can print it out. It's six powerful short questions that will help you cultivate gratitude today. I filled this sheet out and I felt amazing at the end of it. I couldn't believe it. I was running out of room. I was trying to, you know, modify the text box to try and write more stuff in there. But uh, it, it's pretty amazing. So we encourage you to take five minutes to complete that guy. Uh, download that in the link in the show notes there. And... Like you said, this mindset of contentment, cultivating gratitude, it's going to serve you really well this year. Hey, Tim, great to have you on the podcast. Look forward to chatting to you again soon. Yeah, thanks for having me. Love being a part of the Waymaker team. Awesome. Yeah, looking forward to a great year together. All right, guys. See ya. Bye.